0: They even throw in registration and 12-months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only.
1: The Go Radio Football Show with The Taxi Centre. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Mark Weedy. Listen live weeknights from 5. Talking Scottish football first. Let's go!
2: So, 11 games to go, 33 points to play for, and Celtic, three points ahead of Rangers. Barry Ferguson, it could hardly be tighter. It looked as though it was going to stay the same at the weekend. Celtic heading towards 2-2, but they got the late, late goal. And Rangers, 29 shots, but only one of them going in. So it was a,
3: a, a big weekend for the title race. Yeah, the, listen, you, if you listen to Gio's interview after the game, look, I don't think you can complain the way that Rangers played. I watched the game and I thought they were impressive. They dominated the game. The only thing is they couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. They created a number of chances. Um, but if you look back, the last I think four away games, um, they've only got three points out of twelve. So that that will be a slight concern to dual. But the performance was good enough, just they didn't have that ruthlessness um in front of goal unfortunately. And they dropped two points and obviously Celtic going and get the win, um, albeit it was a tight game against Dundee, one and 3-2, but that Celtic three points in front, but as I said plenty of times in this show before, I think there'll be a lot of twists and turns um, before the end of the season. Mark Woody, we could see that at the weekend, there will be twists and turns, won't they, and Celtic
2: Gikamakis, uh, we didn't know much about him for a while, but uh, Hattrick, is a massive day for him
4: and for his club. Yeah, he's been a good goal scorer for Celtic Paul when he's been um, given an opportunity. He's never let them down. Um, yeah, he missed a penalty against, was it Livingston earlier in the season? But he has got quality. You look at his finishes and then again, at the weekend, the winning goal, attacked the front post, just, you know, managed to hold off a defender. It was a good goal. And for Rangers, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, normally that would have been 3-1 Rangers, 4-2 Rangers, you know, the amount of chances that they created. I thought Ryan Kent was absolutely superb. He's, you know, really looking the part again on the back of the performance in Dortmund. But Rangers need to do better. They need to start winning games away from home. Um, if you don't go to places like Tannadice and Ross County uh, and places like that and win, you're not going to win the league. So um, the form is more than acceptable for Rangers, but they need to turn that into to to winning games um, away from home. And they've got a massive game, uh, obviously, on Thursday mm-hmm. at home in Dortmund. But just as important, big big game against Motherwell on Sunday, at Ibrox as well. It was a huge weekend,
2: wasn't it, Barry? For you know, in so many sports, the curling Britain with the four Scots girls getting the gold and the guys uh, getting the silver are only two medals at the Winter Olympics, and it was the Scots who did it for the British side. So it's good to see the weekend, wasn't
3: it? Yeah, unfortunately, I never seen it. Um, yeah. But listen, it's brilliant. Listen, getting as you just the, mentioned there, coming back with medals, um, good on the Scots for for doing that in the curling. Bruce Mott and the boys and of course Eve
2: Muirhead and the girls there you were up watching the boxing we all uh-huh. were there was a bit of chat going on in the whatsapp mm-hmm. Kel Brook, um, no doubt in it the sixth round he just went for it
3: yeah I, I thought it was um, a brilliant fight I thought Kel Brook was um, immense he just looked fit as a fiddle and it looked to me if he wanted it more um, so no I thoroughly enjoyed um, that fight on Saturday night it was a good Saturday I watched uh, the Man City and Tottenham game that was a <laughs> brilliant game as well and then obviously He cap it off a good Saturday night it was a brilliant fight and Kel Brook deservedly won the fight for me Harry Kane they said it was all over you know after last summer and he was past his best yeah best I've seen him Paul Um, I don't know whether it was because of the Man City what happened in the summer they were obviously desperate to try and sign him it never happened I think Harry Kane was desperate to go to Man City but Harry Kane on Saturday was a different class he just showed what a top striker he is and back home Mark in the premiership Hibbs
2: needed that win 2-0 against mm. Ross County Livian St Mirren 1-1 who's going to be the St Mirren manager I think some interviews today Motherwell Aberdeen the Jim Goodwin era I heard you on Friday night it was an exclusive yep um, he is the Aberdeen manager 1-1 against uh, Motherwell and St Johnson a 2-1 win against Hart so much on give us a call oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred 17 and a huge day Kilmarnock on Saturday good win for them right up at the top and are both uh, 0-0 for them Mark there's so much
4: Paul at the the top middle and bottom you know it's good you look at Hibbs that was a a much needed victory for for Sean Maloney closing the gap on Hearts Hearts in a wee bit of a a blip just now St Johnson getting off the bottom of the table Um, Jim Goodwin's Aberdeen more than acceptable getting the point uh, away from home at Fort Park and for St. Mary's without a manager, you know, a good point for them as well. Um, going to Livy so it's getting tight at the bottom. It'll be even tighter if St. John'son go and beat Ross County on Saturday um, and Dingwall. And for Hearts, for Robbie Neilson, they'll just look to get back to winning ways. And then on Sunday, you know, we're back to the the, the championship, the the prize. Um, you know, these Sundays, if both of them stay in Europe, you know, there'll be more Sunday games um, coming along. So you know, it's really really exciting, Paul. And as you say, in the championship as well, good one for uh, Derek McInnes against Wraith uh, Rovers. Air United brilliant win for them Get up to Tim they've really fallen away Billy Dodds only to get them um, back going and Patrick Thistle I think Paul you're just going to see mm. them sneaking up the rails couple of games in hand and you know they'll be right um, right in the mix coming into the season that's it we've wrapped it all up thanks everyone 0808
2: <laughs> 08, 17 17 700 let's go right in the lines Jim's on from Rutherglen good evening Jim how are we doing guys, right? Up the road, that's huge funny. Right, that's it, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jim, what a weekend. So for you Aye. that was a late, late show, wasn't it? Celtic fan. Yeah.
5: No, I'm
6: a, I'm a Rangers fan, but uh, I'd uh, guess why I'm on here. Right. Uh, I'm here, a great performance again by Rangers yesterday. Plenty chances missed, but I want yep. to I know your, your views on Mr. Madden and his officials at Tannadice yesterday.
2: Right, absolutely so the penalty claims, Yep,
3: shocking. Okay.
2: Yeah, shocking Jim I've got, Jim. To, I've got yeah. to agree
3: with Jim I watched it um, look the first one when it strikes his hand look I've seen them giving I've seen them no giving but the one in Sakala I, I couldn't believe what I was watching it yeah. was a clear it was a clear as day and if you look at Bo- Bobby Madden's positioning you should see that um, so that I couldn't Bobby, believe Bobby, my eyes
0: delete,
3: delete, delete. no I know <laughs> both of them Jim I know that's why <laughs> if the referee's blocked out the linesman has is, is also got a good view and I could not believe what I was seeing the pull in uh, the jersey yeah it's yeah. a clear pull it's mm. a clear penalty and for me it's a penalty and a sending off mm-hmm. Jim you know what we're going to say VAR we need yeah. VAR by the way they, they, we do need VAR here but there's
6: only one team in this country that does want VAR and we know who that
4: is who's that Jim?
6: ah come on mm. Mark here. here Mark come no, on who, you behave it? yourself no, who, <laughs> is them.
4: who is it? end who is it? okay
6: no. I don't, think we, I don't, I don't think you want me to answer that one no, one team or no
4: suit <laughs> But why is that? Well, give, give me examples. Give me examples why it won't suit. Celtic. I'll name them. Give me examples why it won't suit Celtic.
6: well, why are we not shooting well? weekend again? Give he another song behind
4: ball? That was never a penalty kick, Jim. Behave. Where's other examples why. Where's other examples why Celtic wouldn't want. I've just gave you. I've just gave you. No, but I don't agree. that, it's not blatant, give me other examples.
6: That's your I but I'm asking you for other examples, Jim. Give you an example. No, I but I'm asking weekend? you. Bit
4: the way the way that you've structured your point, you would think you should be armed with a catalogue of incidents that Celtic have benefited I've got the from. from a, well, a weekend, yeah. well,
6: but well, what else? I've got to one. Of, there was a couple of other ones in the last few weeks. Celtic have benefited
4: decisions, Mark. So, I, well, go, I'm, I'm being honest. Refresh my memory. I can't think of them. Refresh my memory. You've
6: just are I tell you it. what, Jim. What do you
2: think about it, Barry? What do you think then about the penalty
3: claim? Was it a handball? Hand hand. I've seen them. Yeah. G- I've seen them given, um, and it was the distance the ball travelled. Ah. Now, if he was closer, I could see why Bobby Madden wouldn't have given it. But he's a good ten to fifteen yards away, um, and it strikes his hand. And I, I honestly do think it's a penalty. But the the one yeah. after that is the most blatant one. Sure the Sakala one but that, that first one was he not trying to get away from the ball yeah but it strikes his hand um, and I, I just think with the distance mm. the ball's travelled that's why I think it was a, a penalty if it was a bit closer mm, I could okay. see why he, he never um, gave it but with the distance the ball's travelled where it mm. struck the boy's hand um, I would have gave a penalty so you, Chris Boyd and Jim thinks it should have been a penalty
2: in that case Referee is getting hired to dry mark with this the new rule about about
4: the handball. I I think the handball's debatable. I, I had Bobby Madden given it. I would say yes. The fact that he didn't give it, I can see why he didn't. Mm-hmm. The pool in Sakala there's, there's no excuse for yeah. Bobby Madden. As Jim pointed mm-hmm. out, one of the assistant referees, or the fourth official, they're all in each other's ear. They're, they're, they can all make the call. It's a blatant mistake um, by Bobby, and I like Bobby. I think he is one of the best in the country. But it goes back to the point. And I hope Jim's still on the line.
0: Yeah,
4: um, re- absolutely. Yeah. Well, Jim, the referees, and I don't like saying this, saying it in the show because I like to stand up for referees when I can I think they've, they've got a horrible job and that there isn't they're an easy target. And yeah. you know, we only need to listen to your call to to understand why it, that it's really, really hard job for them. And but I think the 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 performances from a number of referees all across the board this season. Just hasn't been good enough. And that's not just about Rangers or Celtic. There's 10 other teams in the division. And week in, week out, whether we're hearing Graham Alexander, whether we're hearing Callum Davidson, whether we're hearing David Martindale, whether, you know, we're hearing Tam Kurtz, sure. the standard of the refereeing isn't good enough, Jim. And we do need VAR in the game. We've been yeah, saying yeah, that for I a long, I long time. We, we, need do need, we, do, we do need VAR. And, and I'm being serious, I'm well, I'm having laugh be laughing, but I'm being serious. You take the blue speck, your blue specs off, Jim. Just across the board. It's not about Rangers. This is about Scottish football. Whether you're going for the league, whether you're going for the top six, or whether you're trying to survive in the division, we need VAR. That's the bottom line.
2: Here's Alan on the line from Springburn. Alan, good evening. Good evening. Hi, good, thanks. You. What do you feel about VAR? And what do you feel about what Jim was saying? He doesn't think it would suit Celtic.
7: No, I- say that's definitely crazy. If you watch the game yesterday, eh, I'd say there was one blatant penalty eh, with the barge on kind of Jackamaticus, yeah. And another one on Juranovic so it was possibly a penalty. Yeah. Eh, so I I'd say that kinda even of, would sell out all the, the course of the kind of the season and mm-hmm. for somebody to suggest it, it's just kind of one sided, is ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Eh, it's it, the referee standard of the fantastic but uh, to say that kind of, there's any bias towards any certain team, yeah. uh, it's crazy. To be honest, like, it's kind of getting away from the point of the job that Postacopo is doing at the minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, to think at the start of the season, uh, the overhaul that's happened in Celtic, the 25-point deficit, uh, the amount of players that have kind of went and come in, uh, like, the guy deserves massive credit to be in this position. If me for one I did not think at the start of the season we had any chance to kind of won the league it was just a kind of season to kind of stabilise and uh, move on through there but they have been massively happy through what we've seen so far
2: Barry first of all on the referees just to go back on that they're not biased take they're take doing the best are yeah. just mm. now.
3: I've seen a number of games where I'm a bit baffled with the decisions that have mm. not been given for penalties but the only way we're going to stop this is bringing it in mm. But, that, that, yeah, yeah. We, we need it in because I feel for the refs they've got a hard enough job as it is they've got a split decision their position all sense during a game might not be spot on where they can't see it so they, they need to help because it is a hard enough job as it is um, and did the Celtic game I watched the highlights you could see a couple of them could have been given as a, yeah. a penalty as well mm. um, so look, I've not got my, my blue tinted specs on but I'm looking at the game yesterday and I can see why he's no given the first one. Mm-hmm. But the second not one, sick. for me, yeah. I, 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 it's just blatant. And then with the Celtic game, Marcus mm-hmm. barged. I've seen penalties given for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we need to get it in to stop all this um, argument and is it a penalty? Is it not a penalty? Get VAR in
4: to help the referees. And as soon as we get it in, the better. The, the worrying thing about it is, Paul, at the moment there's not a plan in place no, to, no, to bring no. it in it's not you going know, to be next I mean, season it only take six months to month. train yeah. the referees there's only I think three of our officials are trained on it um, style. and by the way the fact that we don't have it in this country that's that's stopping them from getting big tournaments because they're not no. uh, in, in using Mar- it all the time next you know?
2: season starts in five months five months and a few days so it's so we, the last but day we're not going to be able to get crazy isn't
4: it I think we should make it I mean we should make it a priority the people who are running their game Yep. For it not to be prioritised because not only are we asking for mm. it, and fans are all in the, the country has, the referees want it, Paul. I mean, they course. are absolutely yeah. desperate for it because
2: Bobby Madden's li- they listen to this, yeah. you know. And he's hearing, Oh, I can't mention the other team, and the Celtic. Of course, times, it they do. it's so they fast. might be uh, yep.
3: the game is so fast nowadays, yep. Sometimes they're no up to speed in terms of what's happening at, uh, at the stage in the game, mm. um, and listen with the Sakala somebody might have run in front of Bobby we we don't know Um, that's where the referees need help and then the assistant referees need to start helping the referees that are on the pitch as well because I think they they don't do enough imagine the title's decided on a blunder of course and it could be a refereeing blunder
2: I hope it's not like like that Um, we'll come back to the refereeing Alan's saying about Celtic and uh, Ange Postacoglu Barry I mean, yesterday could end up being a big day You know, three points in it. you might end up saying God, remember that that day What do you feel? Are you getting worried then? I'm asking you to put, as, as a former Rangers captain Celtic are beginning to pick up points On days when Well, neither of them You could say they played really well But defensively yeah. Celtic, you know they, they shipped goals Rangers couldn't score 29 shots Are you beginning to get a wee bit worried? that Because Celtic play before Rangers on Sunday So they'll play at Easter Road So it could go
3: I, I'm not six getting worried words. but I would rather be in Celtic shoes yep. I would rather be three points in front and um, obviously play first and then you put a wee bit of pressure if they go and get that one um, they go six points am I getting worried at this stage no, I don't think there'll be much panic if I'm being honest with you I, I do still believe there will be twists and turns I do think it's going to get right down to the wire but listen I'm just being honest with you mm. I would rather be in Celtics' position three points in front no doubt about it and look that's, they showed a different side to them, two each, and then going into the last 10 minutes, squeaky bum time, mm-hmm. then they get that, um, obviously, third goal, they, they make sure they cement the three points, um, but at this stage, I wouldn't be getting too, too worried about it, but listen, it's um, as I said, I would rather be Three points in front and three points behind. Alan Gikamak as he did his talking on the park, he got the ball, he got the hat-trick
8: and then afterwards uh, he hit this bombshell. So I think that uh, with this hard work we can achieve many things. The squad is really good, I think it's the best in, uh, in the league. I think we're a well prepared team for every single game. We have a very good plan, we try to, to, to stay committed in, uh, in, the, in the plan. I think we're, in, we're better in every single, every single part of, uh, of the team. We showed uh, that we're a better team, that's obvious we show that we work harder in the field I hope that and I I think that we will win the championship it's something that we really want for us and uh, for the club and for the fans
2: Alan I guess when I listen to it again he's saying that uh, they were better than Dundee on the day but he is saying they've got the best squad and I take it he's comparing Celtic with Rangers is that how you see it? Do you think you're stronger in every area or what would you say? Yeah well at
7: the minute we're probably wanting the best player in my opinion, in the country with few still mm. to come back. Uh, Tumbo as well, I've added, he was one of the most important players at the uh, first half of the season uh, with the kind of midfielders that we brought in. Uh, what's unlikely is he's going to have a guaranteed starting position. So uh, I'm a bit come out and say what, what Jack and says there, well, but. Uh, Ah, it's good that they've got confidence within them. What about
2: the set pieces? Confidence. Sorry, Alan. What What was set pieces oh. yesterday?
7: Again? Uh, it's, it's worrying. I'm going to say I'm Starfield's biggest fan. He's kind of come on to the game recently. Uh, kind of taken away from yesterday. Uh, I was personally hoping that join would come back into the fold and uh, maybe Carla Vickers and Julian would kind of set up a partnership
2: but uh... and Mark you'd think that would be the partnership once Julian gets back to full fitness but Barry's always said it, it's going to take time
4: yeah I mean it, it will take time but you know there's certainly a place uh, there and you know you'd like to think that Julian would, would be with the greatest respect to Starfelt that, that, that Julian would be better um, than, than Starfelt but I me, mean, he's just he might still come on again Paul you always think sometimes it really it, it can take a year uh, for foreign players um, coming over to the country to to really get going um, but uh, yeah, I would have expected more from him um, by now and that's the only one that you probably can question mark over the, the signings as, as Alan's pointed out the rest have been very good it's taken shape it, it's looking good for Celtic at the moment but they're still there's um, still a long way to go but they've certainly given themselves um, a right good chance of winning the title
2: Alan thanks for calling earlier we heard that the Masters is coming back to Scotland and James our producer said to Barry are you, are you going to be playing and Barry's like what in the Masters <laughs> the Masters golf no the Masters football might be back you've played in it before I remember yeah. listening I had a tough <laughs> night last night I
7: don't
2: you, yeah. <laughs> ah, you were yeah you deserved it a night off yesterday because of course the first weekend without football was it strange no, I see Alan no had it I'll, win. I'll be honest yeah. with you I enjoyed it um,
3: yeah. how did you feel at three o'clock on Saturday I was totally fine yep. I'll be honest with you um, that, that's always in the back of your head sure. how, you, how you're mm. you going to be but um, no I was totally fine with it and I'm totally comfy mm. with, with the decision I made Pleased to see them get the win against the oh, Boston course. Yeah. Well, listen I had a good relationship with the chairman I'm not one of these guys who leave a club and hope no, they get beat Well, yeah. there's, there's people that are like that mm. but I, I, listen that's the last thing I would want mm. I would want because um, a lot of the boys are signed and of I course. want them to, to, to do as well as mm. they can so no it was good to see them um, get a win and obviously they've got a new manager in place today and, and Brian Rice. Rice good experience good to see him um, back in a, a job again I know he was at help helping Yogi out on um, a non-contract basis so listen it's a good job for him good club and real good chairman as well so many changes
2: in management this season so far who's going to be the new St Mirren manager we'll talk about that shortly Uh, Rangers fans what do you reckon then getting ready for Dortmund Erling Haaland didn't play at the weekend they won 6-0 against München Gladbach, but it looks as though he could well play on Thursday night at Ibrox and part of you will want to see him I'm going to take a break and then we'll come back to that do you want him to play or not and Celtic in the early kickoff on Thursday um, up in the Arctic Circle
1: The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat, and more. Let's go, go, go.
2: Go Radio Football Show, Monday night here, Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi. Loggia calls coming in, 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. It was a nervous afternoon yesterday, wasn't it? It was the early kick-off, 12 o'clock, for Rangers. I and mean, they were on fire, but they couldn't get the goals. And it was young Ross Graham, who will be 21 on Wednesday... He opened the scoring, he got the goal for Dundee United and Rangers, well they played They played well, didn't they Barry? It was uh, wave after yeah, wave I, I... after attack And but just Joe Arriba's goal to show yeah, for the it. The
3: only thing they couldn't do was put the ball in the back yeah. of the net. Obviously Joe Arriba got the goal but look, they were dominant. Mark, I heard Mark at the start of the show mention Ryan Kent looks to me if he's back to his, mm. his best. He was unplayable at times again um, yesterday but look, if you have 29 attempts on goal and only get one goal Obviously, G will be be disappointed in that. Look, he'll be happy with the performance. But see, at the end of the day, Paul, I would rather play poorly Mm. and get three points.
2: It doesn't matter if it's not pretty, Mark. Who cares if you get the points? The manager obviously
9: uh, disappointed because they created loads of chances. So the first half we were we were good, not dominating, but but good. And then we knew with the set pieces against they were um, getting dangerous moments. I think second half was only one way. Uh, once we scored the first goal, yeah, you see the momentum was for us. I think created enough chances to to win this game. And that's the only thing we uh, we didn't do well today.
4: You, you mean you can't disagree with Giovanni's assessment um, of the game? You know, Rangers had the bulk of possession. They looked apart. They didn't look tired. Um, you know, after um, the exertions of of Thursday night and, and Dortmund, um, once or twice I thought you know, might be Conor Goldson could have been a, a wee bit stronger defensively. Um, the set pieces, Hollanders lost um, uh, Graham mm-hmm. uh, too, too easily. You know, he's, he's bullied off the ball. But middle to front, Rangers were absolutely fine. Ryan Jackett another our game under his belt. Really looking the part, but you've got to go and win these games, um, Paul. Now, had, had Rangers won at Ross County or won at Petodre, it wouldn't be too bad because you know you're going to drop points away from home at certain stages of the season. That's just going to happen, but not four games in a row. I think that's is it four games, four Aberdeen, away games in a row. Yeah, that's that's not good. That's that's not title-winning form. And, and all of a sudden, the lead that Rangers had just really you know, December, early January has gone. The only bonus at the moment for Rangers is that the title's still in their own hands. You know, they're not looking for any favours. Once you start to look for favours from others, if there's only six or seven games to go, as Barry says, that's no start to be a real concern. We bit of a panic, but at the moment, it's still in their own hands.
2: Let's bring Derek into the conversation. Good evening, Derek. Uh, good
10: evening, Paul. Good evening, Mark and Barry. How are you doing, uh, Derek? Uh, before we get to my main point, uh most people have probably been talking about the penalty incidents yesterday, uh, yeah. but... How did they miss Charlie McGrew's red card? And my my main point is, do they think uh, the boy from Manchester United and Aaron Ramsey has maybe been a waste of money?
2: Diallo and Ramsey. What
3: one do you want to take first, Barry? Charlie McGrew? Uh, the, yeah, but again, it happens that quick because mm. of the the pace of the game. Charlie, look, I've seen worse. But he goes over the ball he does he Mm. he, he connects with with his his ankle Um, but again it's so quick it's difficult for the referee Mm. Um, to see it in terms of Aaron Ramsey missing yesterday with a a slight Mm. knock Mm. which um, is surprising because obviously he's a player that everybody was excited about seeing him sign with Rangers and we've hardly seen him he said 60 minutes against Dannon Hibs and and Hearts 15 minutes get a, a bit of the game in, in Dortmund and I was expecting him to start yesterday I was looking forward to seeing mm. him play we said that
4: Friday night that we would yeah, expect to so I,
3: yeah. I I don't know what's going on there um, is it too early like to say a waste of money that's yeah, what yeah I think asking. it is too early look but, you just need to wait and see how the next couple of weeks go in terms of Diallo I just think he struggled with the, the, the pace of the game look you can see he's got ability the boy there's, there's no doubt about it Um but again, um, you need to get up to speed quickly when you when you go to a, a club like Rangers. Derek, what do you feel?
10: Uh, I, I feel the boy from Manchester United, is maybe not suited to Scottish football. I think mm-hmm. the first game he started, mm-hmm. he got whacked right away after he scored and he fell out of the game. I just feel that he's, he wants to be fancy sometimes. Yesterday when he was clean through at the angle... All he had to do was look up and square the ball, and I think it might have been Sakala or Kent, and that happened. Yeah. Yep. But he tried to be—he he didn't lift his head properly. He just blasted it. Market I is, think he's maybe got a
2: lot to learn. It's quite a point, though. These are—they were brought in for games like this. Let's say this weekend, Rangers at Ibrox against Motherwell. You'd be looking for Diallo, maybe the width there, and, yeah. and Ramsey if he's fit. You'd have expected him to start. I heard you on Friday night saying that.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm—you know—I think you know Derek's point. Are they a waste of money? Well. Yeah, they've cost something, but we don't know what they've cost unless you know somebody can show me the official agreement well, between Rangers and Ramsey. Well, it? Yeah. Po- po- I don't know. If, I, I generally don't know okay. if it is, so yeah. I don't know in terms of it, it, they might be costing next to nothing. It might be exorbitant what they're having to pay for the team. I really don't know, but it can certainly judge them on what they've done or not done so far. Yeah, I would have expected more from Adam Ramsey, but you look at his attendance record. Um, then you're always taking a wee bit of a gamble um, because of that at, at previous clubs. With Diallo, you're, you're buying a, a kid, or sorry, loading to, getting a loan deal um, or a kid and you're hoping that he's going to come good. You're hoping that he's got something there um, that can come. For me, looking at it now, we've got what, 11 league games to go. For me, it looks as though this is a job for seasoned pros, not a job for, for kids. Um, now, Diallo might have wee bits to play coming off the bench, but... If you think that in my opinion, you think that Diallo's going to go and win Rangers the title or play a major part in it, I can't see it. You know, it's about Kent's, it's about Arfields, it's about Morelos, Ryan Jacks coming back, Tavernier's Ramsey's Ramsey's hopefully, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's why you, you you brought me here. So, um I am not saying I didn't expect anything from from Diallo, um, but um I wouldn't I wouldn't be expecting um too much from him. Barry, what do you think? Ramsey especially.
3: Yeah, I want to see him yeah. I, I, I was excited like, I, I guess every Rangers fan was when, when Rangers pulled this signing off I think all Scottish yeah, football was I, yeah. I, I just not seen enough of him um, I thought once he got the 60 minutes down at Annan, I'm thinking then mm, is he going to play against Dortmund but listen Joe picked a perfect team it was a perfect performance but then I thought right do you know what he might maybe change it up a wee bit make one or two changes only made one change obviously but I was expecting Ramsey Come in and playing that game yesterday, but he's got a knock. I don't know what type of knock, because mm. Gio's now says no. Um, whether it's going to be a week, two weeks, three weeks. But I want to see more of Aaron Ramsey because I think he can be a, a massive um, player. Mm. And I agree with Mark. It needs to. You need to know. You're getting 11 games. You know who you can trust now. And I think Gio knows that. You look at he's comfy with Lindstrom and Jack Arfield. Ryan Kent's back to his best, arribo getting back to his best with a goal yesterday and a decent performance. Morelos looking apart, so it's going to be tougher um, Diallo. The word is hopefully
2: Ramsey will be fit for Thursday night. You're looking forward to it, Derek? That was some performance over in Germany. How are you feeling for Thursday? What do you reckon's going to happen?
10: I think it'll be a very, I think I've won and I don't think you were on, Paul. I, say to Mark. I think it'll be a very, very tense night and I wouldn't be surprised if if they get put out I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. at all The uh, Dortmund's a really really good team yeah. and maybe we caught them unawares of Wales mm-hmm. but the first goal will be crucial on Wednesday night
2: it will but for you is it the title more important than Europa League
10: yes yeah. uh, because of uh, the financial situation at the club if sure. uh, it had to get the Champions League money plus the profit they've made I think Rangers could be in a bit of trouble financial wise uh, I know maybe uh, uh, the second place got a qualifier, mm-hmm. but what concerns me, Paul, is the amount of goals Rangers are losing from set pieces. Yeah That's Ross County, Aberdeen yesterday mm-hmm. against Celtic, against Hearts, is, uh, near the start of the season, they won each game. That's five games I've dropped, and it's all been from Corners. Very poor marking yesterday, mm-hmm. nobody on the post.
3: Barry's true, well, isn't it? Yeah, it, it was yeah, a man, poor, uh, uh, look, I agree with Derek watching it, it was a poor goal to lose. Um, he didn't even need to jump the boy Graham um, yeah, I thought Hollander was too weak which mm-hmm. surprised me because I, I think he's a good defender Hollander. he looked a bit rusty yesterday mm. I know he's been out um, for a while I know he played last week got left out of the European squad um, but that was a bad goal for Rangers to lose and look they have lost a few from set pieces we going gone about Celtic mm-hmm vulnerable for set pieces <laughs> they both are yep Rangers um, yep. Are, are a bit vulnerable at this moment in
2: time Derek thanks a lot for calling we'll speak to you soon let's go to Hugh now I'm a Motherwell fan on the line 0808 17 17 700 and we're on the socials as well join the conversation here on Go Radio with the Taxi Centre Hugh good evening Good evening, Paul. Well, how are you, Mark and Barry? How are we, all right? I think we're all pretty good. good, yeah. Um, Barry's all right. He had a good day out yesterday, so we're, we're nursing. I'm fine, You're I'm fine. fine. He's fine now. Why are you picking on me today? I'm not picking on you. <laughs> yeah. Check the VAR. If we've got VAR, we can play it back. That's not what I right. was saying. Rob was good last week. Uh, he was very good. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh, what's in your mind? Yeah. Referees?
6: <laughs> um, yeah definitely Obviously, I heard the guys Obviously speaking All on And I just actually Seen the highlights last night yeah. uh, And I've just got A couple of points Especially Barry were you at the Mallow game on Saturday Did you go?
3: No I watched it Oh you watched it I, right? I, I was
6: obviously I, Going to pick
3: up No I was no, I, I was, I was I quite glad Hugh I, I never went to see it Because it wasn't a great game I watched it Obviously um, I, Definitely It
6: wasn't a great game yeah. um, Just a couple of points Obviously One about the Rangers game I, I can understand The first one not been given about the penalty, I can understand that the second one was an absolute disgrace Mm. I I can't help but Bobby Madden out, I can't condone what he's done, but I don't know whether he was He's obviously maybe behind a player and he couldn't physically see it, but his linesman can, and that's it and linesman's looking directly across that line and that's a total joke and that's my main point, I came on here I think it was beginning of the season, and I actually asked, what could we do to get assist referees Mm. Because it's a hard job, we understand it's a split decision, but Nick Walsh's performance on Saturday I thought was atrocious. Ross McCrory get booked in the third minute of our game for a challenge on Shields. We then take the free kick, go up the line, Shields puts inside, Ross McCrory does exactly the same as the had, pulls him back. Now for me, that's a second yellow card. We get the free kick for it, so he knows it's a free kick. And he tells him no more. You think no that's a decision that you've got to be taking. If Ross McCrory puts himself in that position, it should be a second yellow. There was a lot of decisions during that game. Mick Walsh baffled me, and I'm talking for both teams. And you think, what are you actually physically seeing now? Do we get to a situation where, I think the English Premiership done it a couple of years ago, where the referees come out after it, and it's in the decision, mm. or do we just keep on and leaving the fans in the dark? Now, he's made a point earlier on about the league could actually come down to maybe the last game of the season and it's a referee decision, a big mistake that, that settles the league. Now that referee, you obviously understand, that referee could danger his windows getting smashed, mm. anything happening. So how do we actually get to a situation where this obviously comes down and the fans obviously understand what happened and why he made it or do we just continue the way we are?
3: Listen, I think you makes brilliant points here. Um, it could come down to a, a referee's decision and and you don't want to see that happen to a referee um, but I've got to agree but I watched the, the game you know, the middle game and the Ross McCrory situation and yep I, I've got to, I, I can't disagree with you I agree with you get booked and then obviously a matter of seconds later um, he fills again and it's a pool in the jersey um, and you're thinking he could be off for an early an early bath um, but it never happened then we go back to the Rangers game. I totally agree with the first one. I've seen them giving, I've seen them no giving. I, right, I'm fine with that. But the, the it was the second one that again yeah. baffles me. I, I don't if he's unsighted, that's where he needs his assistant referee. That's what they're there to try and help the referee out. And I don't think the referees get enough help assistant referees. Mark, do you agree? They seem to the assistant referees.
2: They, out. they don't put the flags up right away. They wait to spot they wait yeah, to speak to the referee. I think
4: that they're in the referee's um ear. Yeah. Now, look, for all we know the the assistant referee is saying something but, but the referee's not come to enough to go with it. You know, we're, yeah. we're not privy to those conversations, but they are wired up. And if they aren't if they aren't getting more involved, then they should be. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's another one as well on 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 Saturday. Um Hibbs' opening goal mm-hmm. well, it's a clear foul on the boy who's going to charge charge it down an absolute blatant foul mm-hmm. and again between the referee and the fourth official and one of the assistant referees they've not got it that changes the course of the game for Malcolm McKay's uh, Ross County team and that, that's the kind of point I try to make to Jim at the top of the show you know refereeing uh, injustices aren't exclusive uh, to Rangers or to Celtic or whatever mm-hmm. it's across the board from the top of the league to the bottom of the league in all four divisions. Barry will tell you, when the manager of Allo in in League One yep. for nine months, you, you must mm. have seen it week in, week out as well in, in, in your game. So it's not all about the big two. As much as they're going for the title okay. and their £35 million quid at stake, it's about the other clubs as well.
3: No, you're... The, Mark's right. I, I watch... We all watch... It's not just Rangers and Celtic we watch. Yep. I watch all sorts of games and yep. some of the decisions... They do baffle me but again they need help referees it's a hard enough job as it is but they need help and we need to get VAR in as quickly as possible
2: Hugh here over the weekend was a big Kevin Van Veen that, the injury early in the game and what would you say about him? Well I think Declan Ballaker
6: has nightmares last week and he's going to have nightmares <laughs> this week against him because he just he just <laughs> tormented him that's two weeks ago. I think Kevin Gallagher were quite happy we're not playing him this week. Uh, Declan Gallagher was quite happy he's not playing against big teams this week. Um, when when he's on his game, he's brilliant. I, I think he was like Morelos against Dortmund. You can't stop him no matter what you try and do. You will not stop him. I mean, he, he turned Gallagher inside out. I mean, we have Joe Lewis pulls off a save, and he just knocks him off the ball with a shoulder tackle, and we obviously get the goal out of it. And Gallagher's, I mean, Declan Gallagher was six foot four get pushed off a ball that easy you really need to take a good hard look at yourself in the mirror I mean Barry's played the game so Barry knows you tackles you need going hard and, and make sure you're winning that ball not getting shoved off the ball so Kevin's going to be a play for us, especially how tight that middle section is at the minute so hope injury isn't that bad he was away for obviously he's actually in a scan on it
2: and hope for positive results and here you're at Ibrooks on Sunday can you take anything from it? Or will you? I think, I think Rangers at Ibrox uh, is,
6: is is extremely difficult. On the road, they're struggling at the minute. I mean, mm. I think that was the last three away games where they've, they've only got three points out of... No, the last four away four. games, yep. they've only got three points out of 12. So that, for somebody like Rangers, you're, you're not looking for a team like that. Ibrox would be extremely tough, but if we go in with a positive attitude and, and not... like, I think when we played them at home, when they actually beat us, they destroyed us all. I think the wrong tactics were there, mm-hmm. uh, how we set up. And I think James obviously, Graham Alexander, maybe learnt a little bit from that. So hopefully change the tactics. So I think the front three are playing well at the minute. And I hope they actually stay with that. Cheers, you
1: The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go! go, go.
2: Radio Football Show with uh, the Taxi Centre and thanks for making the switch we are millions of downloads when we put our YouTube together I better watch what I'm saying just numbers wise here but uh, yeah with the YouTube and also downloading the podcast itself thoroughly enjoyed Hunter and Hockey yesterday as well it was the production director for McGee's Bakers some great business stories there Mark and great yeah. successes from here in Scotland and yeah. you've eaten a few McGee's pies well, over the years I as I have,
4: have. And, and uh, <laughs> I certainly enjoyed the yeah. a McGee's uh, Empire Biscuit on uh, Friday night yes. oh, I know oh, no. no. hey listen this he's great. just raging because he's obviously heard the compliments you were paying no. wrong nah. the season Friday but yeah the <laughs> lovely <laughs> McGee's Empire Biscuit and always go to the co-op and his co- on a Saturday morning uh, get my McGee's rolls oh good man yeah, yep so this
2: weekend as well, well, well tell you more about oh, that love well, right.
4: oh, the well fired ah, do got you got prefer we fired square slice yeah,
2: Some right. people don't like that, but they well the fired. yeah, I ah, yeah, love them. Yeah, love it. Do you like the well <laughs> 17, <laughs> 17 700 And who's going to win next weekend? Hibs against Celtic, Rangers against Motherwell. And what about Thursday night? Borussia Dortmund coming to town. And Barry, he didn't play yesterday. He was in the stand, but you reckon he'll play on Thursday night?
3: Um, well, I don't know if he's going to play, but. Honesty, I would love him to play. Mm. I'm sure if you ask the Rangers fans and the, the Rangers players, you want to come up against the best. And for me, he's potentially going to be the the best striker in the, the the world for me. Erling um, Haaland. Yeah. What, what about
2: what, what about the striker you saw at the
3: weekend, Harry Kane? Yeah, he still got it. Yeah, yeah. he still got it. Um, but listen, uh, Dortmund, you want the best players to to come to Glasgow, um, and hopefully Haaland's um, going to be in uh, in the team to, to play against Rangers. But listen. After that result on Thursday night, it made them a bit angry. Um, 6-0, they beat and Gladbach <laughs> at the weekend. So, listen, it's no over. They, they, they're going to come here. Um, they're angry. They get absolute pelters from the, the media over in Germany. So they'll be coming to, to try and put one over on Rangers. So Rangers need to be... Uh, bang on it on Thursday night take him away with, with, with something to make sure they get through into the next round Mark
2: it's one of those ones the Rangers fans obviously in some ways you
3: don't want him to play yeah. but for the young ones you'd want to say
2: we see Haaland playing
4: yeah I yeah. mean I, I think that as, as a spectacle as long as Rangers go through you want to see him play you know to see that you actually watch this guy in the flesh you know playing for Borussia Dortmund at Ibrox you know it, it, it might be what, kind of one of those I was there moments you know just to see this guy up close and personal for 90 minutes. The the problem with that is, as we all know, he's got the ability to go and win the game pretty much single-handedly. You know, he's going to overturn uh, the two-goal deficit. Um, But uh, but Rangers have got to get in there in a positive frame of mind. Yes, the result wasn't good enough yesterday, but the performance was good. Paul, the performance was good. Um, And they can get it, Borussia Dortmund. They've got the measure of them. But Haaland coming back will give them a boost. And they're, they're known as a Jekyll and Hyde team in um, Germany, that's what the German media have, have labelled Marco yeah. Rose's team that right. you never know, mm. so unpredictable. You know what you get. Well, you look at them on Thursday night. Mm. I didn't see the game yesterday, but it must have been a hell of an improvement mm. to go and beat Munchen Gladbach six um, 6-0, um yesterday. The <laughs> so, six <laughs> is amazing. So they've yeah. sort of won um, yeah. uh, six yesterday. So look, as we Barry and I said yeah. on 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 Friday night, um, it's a brilliant score for Rangers. Not only that, it was a brilliant performance. It really was. But, a long way to go. A long, long way to go before it's over the line. And Giovanni will hammer that home to the players and to the supporters. They're going to need the supporters with them on Thursday night, Paul. There's going to be one or two scary moments, that's for sure. Particularly if Dortmund take the lead. Really? And Giovanni will hammer it home. They need the fans with them. Don't get restless. Don't start getting the players back. Be patient. If you support the team for 90 minutes, collectively, collectively, Rangers can do it on Thursday, but they need the players and the supporters working as one. How good was that
2: result and performance? Oh, Up the best, yeah,
4: if not the
3: best mm. uh, result for Rangers. Uh, any result away from home in Europe, Paul, no matter who you're playing against, mm. it's difficult. I, I've played many a times in Europe, and it's it's really tough. But to go over there and get that sort of result, but it was the performance. Mm. Uh, collectively, I thought it was um, the best I've seen them. They were organized. Geo's tactics were spot on, but individual performances as well. Um Yard Morelos, his Kent, Ryan Jack, Lundstrom, guys like that, um, were on top of their game. Um, but listen, Thursday's gonna be Thursday's gonna be a cracker. Uh, that, that's the games you want to play in, but it's no over. They they are, let's be honest with you, they have got some top, top individuals. Uh, but they're suspect for me. Mm. They they concede quite a few goals Uh, so I think Rangers if they have the same level of performance they did on Thursday and yesterday even I thought it was a real good performance I think they've got enough to go through
2: Across the city then, back to yesterday, so Rangers 1-1 at lunchtime at Tannadice, and then Celtic against Dundee, Celtic a great record against them in fact they haven't won there for the 20 years mark but it was 2-2 until the last minute and then it was Gikamakis got his third and we spoke to him afterwards Yeah,
8: it was a little bit passion, we really needed to win this, this game uh, it was something really important for us for the championship that we really want to, to win, and that's the main target of us from us and we're we're happy And you got the match ball <laughs> It's something really really important And for me, for my confidence It's something that I always enjoy I always enjoy to, to score even even a single goal So imagine if it's a hat-trick Then it's even something something even bigger for me But we won This is something that is more important than my goals It doesn't matter who scored the goals It's about to take the three points And uh, that's the only target
2: Afterwards, as we heard earlier Barry said that uh, he said Celtic are better in every way Presumably than Rangers what do you feel about that and what do you think his manager will say?
3: Look, I, I don't mind somebody saying that if it's kept in-house. I, I'm sure with their comments, one guy strikes to mind would be Callum McGregor saying, listen, here, we can kind of be going out and, and saying that in the, in, in the public. Like, it's fine thinking that, fine talking about that in your dressing room, but I don't I, I don't like when, when people come out and, and say um, things like that. Now I'm a Rangers player and I'm listening to that. That's made me. Like I've always determined, but that's mm. made me even more determined. Saying that he thinks Celtic are better.
2: Did that wind you up a bit?
4: If yeah, you were
3: still not wind me up it made me even more determined. Mm-hmm. Mark.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I look as a journalist. Yeah, because i So that that's what you want, and and as, I, I would imagine any Celtic supporter listening to that would love the confidence. Mm. You know, would love to hear that because it wasn't it wasn't arrogant. It was just a, there was a confidence here, He was on a high. It, it was nice to hear him. Um, speaking, his winning goal was well taken. His first goal, um, two, it could be a real important uh, moment in the title racing for two and a half million quid. He looks worth every penny and then some. Um, but I just think that's something that um, Celtic, uh, inside the dressing room and the manager, wouldn't want in the public domain. It's, it's too early for that kind of chat, um, far too early. He's probably, I'd say, the kind of first one now to break ranks uh, in terms of saying it. Now, 10 weeks from now, it might well be absolutely right. And well, you know, I told you so back at the end of February after I scored my hat trick. But I just think it's a wee bit early. You don't really hear that from both camps. Yeah, they'll be confident, they'll be upbeat. But he's kind of he's he's broken away from the the party line, and that might just give Rangers. It might just fire them up um, a wee bit. But Celtic are in a good place, so who's to know?
2: it gave you some good headlines on so yeah. your days when you were in the dailies or the, were
4: you in the dailies as well it was mainly well, the Sundays no, I, I know. No, I was far too busy for the dailies yeah, the Sundays <laughs> <laughs> he worked one day I mean sorry five days a week and tirelessly to it, on, on that point yeah. uh, an old colleague of, of, of mine and yours Dougie yes. Bailey uh, passed away he was a wonderful man at the, at the Sunday post great footballer Rangers Dunfermline, firm in Erdry, yeah. mm-hmm. Third Atlantic and then uh, a brilliant um, football writer Barry Newmell lived in Hamilton Lex Bailey's that's a great help to me um, as we all great fun with him and as we all did particularly I was lucky enough to be the France 98 World Cup with him yep. and some great um, um, fun and some lovely uh, meals with him and um, just um, all his family and his, uh, his kids and his, and his grandchildren because he was uh, one of the nicest men you could ever meet Great man, he was very kind to me in the early, even earlier World yeah. Cups. I can tell you,
2: as yeah. a young reporter at the World Cup in Spain in '82, he was an yeah. absolute gent. He was a gentle giant, yeah. and I'm sure he had. I mean, he would such a. Oh. He had a great sense of humour.
4: Yeah,
2: um, uh, of course, uh, his son is. Lex played at Celtic. Yeah, I was at. Uh, yeah.
4: uh, I was at. Look, um, Lex was at St Mirren, um, and I was there of as course, well. Yep. So no big. um yep. Lexi too. So no, a, a really but, really nice family. Barry, I old neighbour of mine,
3: Lex Bailey. Ah, yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. um And obviously when I was young coming through um, Doug was one of the experienced guys that were in, yep. uh, in the media so not sad news um, when I found out about that over the weekend a real gentleman um, who's going to take over at St Mirren who do we reckon so at the
2: weekend Jim Goodwin as we told you on Friday he was taking over I see that he met the players on Friday night. I'm good on him Barry going straight in none of this oh let's go up to the stand and get yeah, And I'm, you know lots of managers have been doing it recently what did you think yeah, of it the, straight in?
3: I, I wasn't surprised that I Virtually gar- guaranteed he, he's that type of character we um, met them up at the hotel at 8 o'clock and um, obviously had a chat with him and then straight into the, the dugout which I thought he would have done Does he sleep in that tracksuit? So, because
2: he didn't have to change it's the same black and white it almost looked as oh, no, I'm not surprised
3: and do you know what I think it's a brilliant appointment for Aberdeen Do you? Yep. I, I think give him a bit of backing might be a, a bit up and down until the end of the season but I think long term I think Aberdeen have made a brilliant appointment Mark,
2: what do you reckon?
4: What's he going to yeah. bring to Aberdeen? Oh, say he'll, he'll bring back a, a stability. Um, I can see him being there long term, you know, not not as long as Derek McKinnon, where the days of like, you know, eight years are gone, but I can see Jim making a mark and really getting Aberdeen going again for three or four years. And I thought actually Derek McKinnis hit the nail on the head when he was doing his Sky Sports punditry yesterday mm-hmm. when he was asked about the Aberdeen situation and, and the way the club had gone. Um, and he said, Aberdeen's a massive football club you've got to earn the right to become the manager there. You shouldn't be given it. Mm. And I think that was his way. As in Jim Goodwin's got a couple of hundred games as a manager under his belt now. He's earned the right to go there whereas mm. with the greatest respect to Stephen Glass, he hadn't and he was given an opportunity as a, as a young um, manager which backfired on, on, on Dave um, Cormack. Mm. But right appointment Jim Goodwin I think it will be excellent at Pataudry. Oh eight oh eight
2: seventeen
0: seventeen seven hundred. 700 loads to talk about after the news. fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? thetaxicentre.com Trade only
1: The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre Hosted by Paul Cooney Barry Ferguson and Mark Weedy Listen live weeknights from 5. Talking Scottish football first Let's go. Go, go, go
2: yet yeah, the countdown is on to the big one not not the end of season it's the Go Radio night out Barry you're standing by for that one couple of weeks time
3: be good to get together with yeah, it yeah really looking forward to it um, obviously disappointed to get cancelled yep. obviously with the, with the Covid situation just before Christmas but it'll be good to um, meet a lot of people we've yep. not had the chance to obviously because of Covid so no looking forward to it um, and bring it on! Yep. A couple of weeks away, he'll be putting a few bob behind
2: the bar. Won't he, Mark? He's so generous.
4: Yeah, <laughs> very generous. Yes, very
2: generous. No yeah. question. It's going to be some night. Yeah, the new kids in the block. Go radio football show with the taxi centre. We're looking forward to it. We're on every night from five until seven. So many people talk to you though, Barry, about it, don't they? When you do a yeah, bit of the shopping. Been, yeah.
3: To yeah? be honest, I'm. I'm open about. It. I love food shopping. Uh-huh. Um, I like you know. Uh, different shops and it's nice when somebody stops you and say to to you that listen or listen to uh, you, Martin and and Rob I
2: asked for that one earlier Uh, and Mark March the 24th we're going to be at the Radisson Red Scotland against Ukraine we'll be doing the build up we'll be there all night we're really looking forward to it and you can get tickets to that go to the Radisson Red
4: uh, website I was um, I was down at Newcastle Aston Villa uh, last weekend, and Steve Clark, it uh, was ever John Carver. So I was talking to Steve before the game and I asked him about Ukraine, and he they said that the toughest opponent that Scotland could have got out the, the, the possible yeah. for. But but what I, what I loved it was the way of just in, in that kind of deadpan Steve Clark way, which is but we'll find a way. Right. we'll find yeah. a way. And I just thought you know he just walked away from feeling right. You Bring it! Bring it on! We'll you know. find a way. We'll find a way. To beat you know, bring, bring it on! Brilliant. And, um, yeah. You know, that's it. You're right, it can't wait. Back near Addison Red, with some great nights there, mm. Um during the Euros. Brilliant, we were well looked after by Graham and the team there and uh, looking forward to getting back in amongst the, the audience and amongst the listeners and we'll have a, a right good night.
2: I know Jamie and Johnny have asked uh, for tickets coming up from Kilmarnock, so get the passport out. Right. Yeah.
3: I, I can't wait. Um, yeah. I just like the. it's... Uh, there's an airy confidence, no overconfident, yeah. but I just like the manager really happy who we've got obviously Steve Clark but the, the, the group of players it's not just a good group it's, it's a top group it's kind of um, what you said we will find a way I like that yeah quote. I, I've yeah. listen I, I have no doubt in my mind look Ukraine I, I've got good quality players um, and I, I don't like people going on about oh, we're, we're coming up we're a right good team mm-hmm. as well yeah. fully right good football players playing at a high high level mm-hmm. so I'm looking forward to it and listen it's not going to be easy but we'll get to that final and bring on whoever it is. Wales or Austria? Still confident enough? We can, we can uh, get to Qatar. No doubt in my mind about it. Could be some week for us, isn't it? Just five days or, later,
2: it'll, Austria or Wales? It'll be brilliant. When yeah. We were
4: talking earlier about you know the the Rangers fans staying with the mm-hmm. team. You know on on, on Thursday night because yeah. there's going to be one or two scary moments. But you've got to stay together, be calm, and that'll be the same at, at Hamden. And, and you know sometimes I don't think Steve Clark gets a, gets a, the credit that he deserves. You think about what what. He inherited mm. what he took over Paul was probably what 12, 14,000 going to hand. for our home games yeah, 15, 16,000 could they sell it out for love the money yeah. we're saying actually is it the end of the road for the National mm. Stadium should we just be going to Easter Road and Tynecastle and Patoadri for all our big World Cup qualifiers and just come round the country and getting 20,000 and we've now got you could have sold that sell hand them out three times over mm-hmm. for this game we've got 50,000 we've had 50,000 against Denmark against Israel it's the best atmosphere that I've known since back in Barry's time in the, the Euro 2008 campaign when it, when it was Walter then into Alec McLeese so mm-hmm. it's been 12, 13, 14 years since I've really felt so good about ourselves and having a proper Tartan army inside the stadium a new generation coming through seeing us qualifying for tournaments and that, that excites me more than anything else as I thought there was going to be 50,000 there on the night and they're going to have Hamden absolutely rocking we'll hear it in the Radisson mm-hmm. Red We'll hear it four or five miles away what the atmosphere is going to be like and it's really, really exciting. And credit to Steve Clarke and his backroom staff and his players for giving the country that. And and, and do you know
3: what? When he announces his squad, I always look at the midfield area and you look at Ryan Jack now, back. but I I look, it's been Billy Gilmore, Callum McGregor, John McGinn. Can Ryan Jack force his way into Mm. into that three? And you've got McTominay, will he play in the back three? Will he play in midfield? Um, and I just looked through the squad Andy Roberts and Kieran Tierney mm. Lyndon Dykes has been brilliant for us um, no I, I'm I'm very confident we can do it and you just look I, I just like the as I said the, the atmosphere running about the place when they're away for the build up to the game you, you see them getting interviewed looks a happy happy group mm. looks like they're desperate to turn up and when they're desperate to turn up that's um, that's when you get top performances. And since Steve Clark's come in, listen, it's been a slow burner to start with. But he's a quality manager. Mm-hmm. He's understated, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I, 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 listen, I agree with Mark, yeah. I, and I'm glad he said that. I don't think he gets enough nope. um, respect for the job he's actually done. He got us to the Euros, and do you know what? He's got every chance of getting us to the World Cup now.
2: Some season, isn't it?
3: We're oh, you know late February, yeah.
2: Rangers in the second tournament, Celtic in the new third one, but they're both still very much in Europe. We've got a title race; there's only three points between the big two. I mean, five years ago, you know, Rangers went in the top division, and no matter what anyone says, it just wasn't the same when you didn't have the two of them going head to head. And also now with Scotland, we could be on our way to the World Cup in Qatar. Um, it's phenomenal Let's hear from both camps We'll hear from GVB in a moment Let's hear from well, Celtic's man of the weekend Was Gikamakis Getting the hat-trick Now his manager said This could go all the way And he was talking about The title race as well
8: First of all For the team It's something uh, really important As I said before It's uh, something that We play only for the three points We play only to win uh, In every single game no matter the competition, we play for uh, for the win, nothing else. And uh, it's something that we did today. And in the end, it was a little bit more stressful this victory, but uh, we enjoyed. They enjoyed it indeed.
2: And we spoke earlier about the fact that he said he thinks the Celtic team are stronger than Rangers. What do you think? 08081717700. 17, Breaking news about who could be the new manager of
4: St Mirren. Mark. Yes, yeah, Stephen Robinson, the former Motherwell uh, manager, has been given permission to speak to St Mirren so they're obviously broadening their horizons they're looking at the young thrusters the up and coming coaches Scott Brown and, and Stephen Naismith and they're also looking have a bit of experience Stephen Robinson so who had you know three or four really good years um, at Motherwell he's been down south um, but he's clearly um, on St Mirren's uh, radar I think Stephen's at uh, at Morecambe so they're obviously wanting to to have a wide variety of candidate for the board to, to speak to because bear in mind this is a new board at St Myrne as well they didn't appoint Jim Goodwin as much so they are very happy with Jim they inherited him so it's a new setup um, at the club and Morecambe have given uh, St Man permission to speak to Stephen Robinson But so what's clear is Paul that um, um, St Man will have a, a new manager within the next couple of days
2: Barry what do you make of that Morecambe giving permission Stephen Robinson coming back maybe
3: well yeah, they're obviously they're, they're going for the the young ones want to speak to them but also Obviously Stevie Robinson's experience, um, managed a, a few clubs, done really well at Muddle, um done real good things there, had good recruitment, looked at lower leagues down in down in England. He brought a few players up, didn't know much about but really impressed me. Um, and obviously he's that he's down in um down at Morecambe just mm-hmm. now, so it's, uh, look, do you go for a Stephen Naismith or Scott Brown or do you go for the experience? Mm. That's one where clearly the board are wanting to sit down and, and see what they think is best for the club.
2: How hard is it? You've been a, an absolute top class player, legendary player. You've been in management as well. How hard is it to go from playing to being the manager? Do you think that would be too big a jump for Scott Brown or for Stephen Naismith to go straight in to be a premiership manager?
3: No, I I, no? I like to see players, yeah. or ex-players, or older players get the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's how the their um, meeting goes with the the, the board. Mm-hmm. Do they impress them enough? Um, but I would like to see um, guys like that get an opportunity in the game. Because listen, I think they've got a lot to give. Um, as I said, look look, being a, a top player doesn't mean you're going to be a top manager. Sure. You've you still got to go through all your badges and you're going to have ups and downs. Just as a, as a player, you're going to have that as a manager. Um, but I would like to see whether it be a Nesey or a Scott Brown, but also I get, on the flip side of that, I get why mm. Sit man want to speak to somebody like Stephen Robinson because the, the job he'd done at Muddle... Um, before he left I think the previous two or three seasons um, they were flying
4: high under him yeah, two cup finals I think against Celtic he took them to
2: third just before Covid wasn't it yeah, and then they did. never ever came back the same way mm-hmm. remember and he yeah. was in a poor run yeah. and it, I think he decided to go didn't he yeah Said, I, th- I yeah. think
4: he did it. But I think Barry's point's key and it's so important uh, in the game I think Stephen Robinson unearthed some gems from, from down the road you know whoever it was it, whether it was his scout and recruitment whatever it doesn't matter it's on the it's on the manager and um, he recruited very very well just as Jim Goodwin uh, recruited very well for St Mirren so that's one thing that I would put a massive tick beside Stephen Robinson's name is his, his ability to go and unearth um, some gems uh, from down the road If he takes over we'll bring in the news first Mark
2: giving us that breaking news there from Morecambe Stephen Robinson and um, the the club have given him permission to speak to Saint Mirren. Who today we're also speaking to other candidates, including Scott Brown, Stephen Naismith. Um Jack Ross. I think had rolled himself out. Mark, does he feel doesn't want to go back to a club he had great success there? But because um, it's surprising in some ways, he's still out of football.
4: Yeah, well, he's he's been out. What's that? Three months now, ten weeks, mm-hmm. three months. Um, he'll be he'll be back in. Yeah. Um, soon enough, Paul. You know, it could well be that these he, people him, you know, the. They've been given a wee nod just to sit tight. Mm. It could well be, be that even he's just thought, do "You what? I had my time at St Mirren. I don't think it's it's right." Um, would it be England for him? Do you think then? Yeah, could yeah. be England. Could be abroad. You know, something like Jack Ross. I'm mm. sure would look to go and try and further his education as a as a coach when he's he's, he's still young. He'll only be I don't know, 45 or 46, whatever, something like that. Um, so you know, he'll probably even younger actually, but he'll probably. Even look to America, look to the States, go and see for something out there for a year or two, just to go and you know try and tick as many boxes as possible. From Dortmund to
2: Dundee, Rangers playing so well over there. Didn't play badly in Dundee, but could only get the one-one draw. And the manager afterwards, he didn't say too much about VAR because he's spoken about it before. He was measured, but obviously he felt that would have helped Rangers yesterday.
9: You know my standing point: VAR, is it will make it easier. And now, you know these decisions, we can, which can uh, be turning points. You know it's they can change the games. I mean, what what, what can we do? There's no VAR, so every every uh, decision that the referee will make, it cannot be overturned. So we have to respect the decision he made and uh, make sure, you know, we see uh, last Thursday where a far decision changed the game for us. Today maybe as well, but, you know, we can uh, and, uh, we can talk for, for hours here, but the discussion ends because there's no VAR.
3: He handled that well. Yeah, he sums it up perfectly. Look, the referee makes a decision. Mm-hmm it's not going to get overturned. So there's nothing you can do about it. Rangers still created enough chances to win the game. Whether they were going to get a penalty or not, whether Bobby Madden gave a penalty. For me, I think the thing that will frustrate Gio would be the number of opportunities uh, they created. It was just one of the ones that just wasn't falling. When um, when they were having a strike on goal, the keeper would save it. It wasn't falling in the right position for the the Forward players, um, but look, overall, I think he'd be happy with the performance, just disappointed mm. that you don't come away for Tanadice with the three points because of the amount of chances that Rangers had. Mark, what's it going to take for us to get
2: VAR because we talk about it week after week, and you know, we'd rather talk about the goals and the drama but and I'd not am- refereeing decisions. What do you think?
4: Well, I'd imagine the biggest o- obstacle must be financial, um, mm. Paul. So until they can go and finance it. There is no discussion until they know the money's in place. Once the money's in place, they then go to the clubs to have a vote. Um I think it'd be pretty straightforward. I, I'd be astounded if any club decided not to 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 vote for VAR. Obviously it would just be in our top flight, um at our twelve um grounds. And the sooner we get it in, um the better. It's just for me, we're on here just about every Monday night, um, Paul, and we're debating at least three or four mm-hmm. contentious decisions in fact, not even contentions ones that are blatantly wrong whether it's at Petodre, Dingwall McDermid first part Ibrox or Parkhead, doesn't matter they're happening up and down the country far too often this season I hate to say it but I think the standard this season of refereeing has been as bad as I can ever remember is it? Yeah, yeah it is Paul yeah it is it's as bad as I could ever remember for mistakes for wrong calls the way that referees go about their business as well doesn't they sit right with me they've got the you know the like I say they're they're nice guys, they're good mm. guys, but they're so robotic on the pitch. Um, they don't engage in enough dialogue. Um, just explain it to managers or to mm. players. They've got to open themselves up to that. And that's got to come from above. They've mm. got to be given that yep. latitude um, by the people at the SFA just to open up a wee bit. Because they like their football, they like their mm. you know, they're, they're just the same as, as, as anybody else but they don't show enough. But that said, the most important thing about a referee is the ability to make the right decision on the pitch. And there's not enough of that happened um, this season. And they need help. We all acknowledge that, including them. So we need to go and find the money for VAR. I don't know how they do it. But between the SFA and the SPFL, they need to find the money to go and get VAR. It is an absolute priority to go and enhance our game Mm. because not having VAR, Paul, is killing our game.
2: And the last time it got so difficult with referees, they talked about strike.
4: Yeah, you remember I, it. What was that 10, yeah, 11 years I, ago? I remember it. I was at the heart um, of the story. I was at the mm-hmm. heart of the the Doogie MacDonald um, story mm. at Tanadice. It triggered it all off. I had the interview with the linesman that day, Stephen Cragen, in, in the Sunday Mail. And um, that was, it triggered a series of events. Um, referees not passing the 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 the, the, the exams on their at their, their training base in La Manga. All the sorts of different things mm-hmm. that triggered... What happened? Now we don't want to go back to those days, and we won't go back to those days. But our referees need help. Our game needs help because there's too many results, um, being brought about by wrong decisions. If
2: Rangers had scored. Even you know a small proportion of the chances they had. How many chances did they have yesterday?
9: Twenty-nine chances we created today well enough to to win against Dundee United here in their uh, their own ground. But you know we didn't. That's why we uh, we lost points. Do
3: you know what I mean, Barry? If they scored more goals, there wouldn't be as much chat about VAR, would there? Yeah, I, I still certainly think there would have been chat about the penalty decisions because I'll go on again. The second one I I couldn't believe. The first one I can understand why. Bobby never gave it. The second one just baffles me. Um, but listen, Rangers, apart take take the penalty decisions aside, Rangers still had enough opportunities to win two games, um, never mind one game. Good news is Aaron Ramsey should be back for Thursday. Do you think he'll play, Barry? Do you think he'll
2: start? No. 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 Hasn't had enough football.
3: Yep, and I, I think he's pretty much settled with that midfield five. I think he yeah. likes that. Jack and Lundstrom, for me, are striking up a right good partnership. Arebo... Just playing in front of him, Scotty Arfield. You know what you're going to get for Scotty mm-hmm. Arfield. Um he's no na- he'll no good natural width, but he plays the position really well. And Ryan Kent. Um he looks if he's got a spring in his step again. Mm, he's back. He, uh, yeah, he, he's so sharp. There was a couple of uh, movements he made yesterday mm. on the turn. Um he's close control, look very direct. He looks if he's if he's about to hit top for him.
2: And I guess if they were 4-2 down, you might have Aaron Ramsey on, but it's the other way around, isn't it? And you want to defend really well, or, or do you, Derangers? How are they going to play against the Germans?
4: First of all, the guys that Barry just mentioned don't deserve to be dropped, so they yeah, won't sure. be. So if they're all fit, they'll play. And just another point, Barry mentioned everyone, if Ryan Jack will start for Scotland against Ukraine. I bet Ryan Jack will start for Scotland. He'll be one of the first names in Steve Clark's team sheets uh, if he's fit. But about Thursday night, Aaron Ramsey, at this moment in time, um, isn't isn't deserving of a place in front of any of those guys that Barry mentioned. John Lindstrom, he's really
2: well. I was going to say he's back on form. He was in form. Uh, you saw him many times at Sheffield United.
4: He had a tough start, Mark, didn't he, at Rangers? But now yeah. he's looking. He's part. in the sheet. Yeah, yeah, he's he's getting his tackles in. You can see his confidence on the part because mm. he's communicating. Mm. He's he's taking on the role of a, of a leader, as everybody should be when you play for Rangers. So you can tell he's got that confidence. And again, you know, you just wonder what's been going on behind the scenes with Giovanni Van Bronckhurst and his staff. Maybe he's taking a wee bit more time, but mm-hmm. I know there's a conscious effort behind the scenes to, to manage players on a one-to-one level, You know, whether that's just having a conversation with them or doing it out in the training field. And now you can see the the, the benefits of that with somebody like Lundstrom. Yeah, he, he's looking
3: the part. He's getting into areas where before he wouldn't go in and want the ball, he's going in and demanding it. Now that tells me he's starting to get confidence and rightly so, because... Mm-hmm. After the, the the Celtic defeat, he came in against Hearts and Hibs. Thought he he stood out, um, and I thought on Thursday night uh, he was again one of the, the the top performers. Took his goal brilliantly, and again yesterday he had a good game. Um, so he's he's uh, it's his position to lose for me. Him and Ryan Jack for me. Are now the the two in the centre of the pitch. And there's a question for Scotland. You've both said it, Ryan oh, Jack. Will probably
2: play. Who would that's you that's drop?
3: What do you think? Oh eight, oh eight,
2: seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. You can speak to Mark Weedy and Barry Ferguson next.
1: Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Mark Weedy Listen live weeknights from 5 Talking Scottish football first
2: Let's go! go, 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 go. Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre Barry, it's funny isn't it? They'd have you staying in all weekend You know, the the warnings about the weather and all the rest uh, Tough to play football in But everyone okay? Yeah, um,
3: a, a few trees down Roundabout about where, where I'm at. On the estate, yeah. 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 Oh. So, <laughs> 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 how's your house,
2: estate, Mark? The Dunder, yep. undergardeners, <laughs> The accent. <laughs> <laughs> and in the schemes. <laughs> <laughs> we're all from the schemes. So here's the Go Radio football show with the taxi centre. Uh, we're just looking, there's pictures yeah. in the paper. We heard uh, a few moments ago from Mark. Stephen Robinson has been given, his club, Morecambe, down there in the bay, have been given permission. St Mirren can speak to Stephen Robinson,
4: so could he be on his way back to Scottish football to St Mirren sometimes with something at like that point it makes me think it's pretty much a done deal barrier. Mm-hmm, You know, yeah. when, when you see that and Morker give him a chance it means that, that Robinson's pushed for it and you don't push for something to leave yourself kind of embarrassed mm-hmm. if it doesn't work out so to me that that signals that the St Mirren board for, mm-hmm. for whatever reason I don't know what's happened with, with Nate, Stephen A. Smith or Scott Brown but uh, that tells me that Stephen Robinson will be the, the next manager of St Mirren yeah it looks to
3: me if it's it's a done deal because um, I don't think they, they would let it out and obviously Morecambe would would give him permission so it's just it looks to me if it's just a matter of time uh, before he's he's obviously announced as a new St Myrne manager which obviously a lot of people were obviously talking about Scott Brown mm-hmm. maybe going but I see Jim Goodwin wants Scott Brown to, to play to play mm-hmm. yep um, but I don't know if he's I think he's got a a bad one he's hamstring I read that Yep, yeah, yep. I think it's going to be something like 46 weeks so he's wow. going to be missing quite a few games and that's yeah. unusual isn't it Scott Brown doesn't get many injuries yeah, I, do, yeah. I don't I'm trying to don't think remember. I don't yep. remember Scott Brown having an injury or, or missing games uh, through injury so it must be a sore one he's had we'll check the traffic at 6.40 we'll see which uh,
2: Service station they're at, Mark. Is it Bodwell or is it T Bay? Where are they meeting St. Mirren and uh, Stephen Robinson? Just up from Morecambe, could be up in a couple of hours. Yeah, it, it sounds it. like it. Your journalistic nose, you broke it 20 minutes mm. ago, yeah. Stephen Robinson, and he knows the Scottish game, you know, yeah. and he knows
4: I mean, just about every player here. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. brought in as Matt McGee's assistant to Motherwell mm-hmm. um, a number of years ago. It was Matt McGee introduced him to Scottish football. Um, he's a good friend of Tommy Johnson's. Tommy Johnson. Speaks very, very highly of Stephen Robinson. They did the, all their coaching badges um, in the Northern Ireland um, together. A really good record at Motherwell. He fancied a change. He felt he'd taken Motherwell as far as he could, mm-hmm. which was understandable. Um, he's got down south. Morecambe are doing okay. They're not doing great. Took over from Derek Adams. Derek Adams went to Bradford. He lost his job last week there. So, look, you can see the appeal in coming back up to the Scottish top flight uh, for Stephen Robinson. And for St Mirren, um, you know you you want first and foremost a safe pair of hands I mm-hmm. think you know when you're taking over in mid-season I can see the appeal in a Scott Brown and a Stephen Naismith mm-hmm. but for me at this stage of where they are I would go for somebody that's a bit more tried and tested than Stephen Robinson fits a
2: because St Mirren, as we know they need to stay in the Premiership they just missed out in top six last season that's where they are now they're in 33 points they're just one behind Motherwell Dundee United and Hibbs, who are all in 34 Hearts on 43 Hart's record recently has been uh, worrying, hasn't it? Is yeah.
4: It, is it one yeah. point out
2: of a possible 12? Yeah,
4: think, yeah yep. four, without, four or five with, yep. uh, without, a, without mm. a win. But you know, they're, they're, they're still a good shape. I, I think sure. they'll still... They'll still finish double digits uh, ahead of fourth place. Um you know, I do so yeah, I think they'll be absolutely they'll be absolutely fine.
2: Rangers in sixty three, Celtic on sixty-six, and below St. Mirren, Aberdeen on thirty-one, Livingston also in thirty-one, Ross County in twenty-seven, St Johnson in twenty-three, and Dundee in twenty-one. Barry at the bottom of the table, how big was that win for St Johnson at the weekend? Oh
3: huge. Mm. Huge win. Um I've I only seen obviously the, the highlights Mark was at the at the game but that, that's mm. a massive um, that's a massive three points for them they've mm. got to now kick on and take confidence um, from that because listen you're beating third place who mm. I, I sure. think Hearts albeit they're going through a, a sticky patch at this moment in time for me they finish clear in third nobody catches Hearts um, but what a result for Callum Davison and his, his players and now he'll be hoping that they'll take as I mentioned there Confidence going into the, the next few games Mark, how was it? What a start A goal in the first
4: yeah, minute Yeah, it was, it was a beautiful goal You know, Well executed by, by Ali Crawford Glenn Middleton playing his part Milkers, uh, Milker Holberg playing his part He was man of the match And Great Jeremy signing. McCart Yeah, getting the winner um, So, you know, Callum Davison knew he, he had to bring in half a dozen new faces Just to freshen things up He was well backed by the chairman And they've now put themselves In a, in a right, good um, position up at Dingwall on, on Saturday, Malcolm Mackay, Ross County have the view that if they if, if Ross County won on Saturday, then you know they've probably secured their premiership status, probably. Um whereas if St Johnston go and win there on Saturday, then then it's it's game on, you know, it brings Ross County right, right back into it beside Dundee um and St Johnston and it could be, you know, any two from from three. But St Johnston really looking the part, looking like the team that they were. Um, last season.
2: Let's go back on the phone lines. Anton is on. A Celtic fan. Good evening, Anton.
5: Hi. How's it going?
2: Good, thanks. How are you? Nah, I'm good. What's in your mind tonight, Anton?
5: Um, just at the weekend, obviously. We we obviously well well. Folks say we were lucky to win three two against Dundee, but I thought we had plenty of the game to to see it out. But like um, like Ange Postecoglou was saying that we are still a team under a rebuild we're not going to blow every team away. Um, so, I just think
3: folk have got to kind of remember where we were at the start of the season to
5: where we are now. Barry,
3: what would you say? Well, I, I just think because they've set such high standards and the way they've played over the, the last few months, if they have an off game and they just scrape through, I think that'll be highlighted. Mm. Yeah, but you, you, listen, I know as a footballer, you're going to have games like that where you're not going to be on top for them. It's going to be a scrap. You're just going to get through it. But the most important thing is when you're not playing at your top level, that you find a way to win. And listen, as I said, two each. 60 minutes, I think, Dundee scored to make Mm -hmm. it two each. And then there's a good half hour. And then it's that 10-minute period after that. If you don't get that goal, the fans become a bit restless. But that's where you've got to give Celtic credit. They kept going... And they got the goal, I think it was three or four minutes before um, the whistle. So, look, the games sometimes, I've been involved in so many of them like that, where it's not been ideal, but you come in, sit but, in that dressing room. Once a manager does his debrief and walks out, you think to yourself, mm-hmm. that wasn't great, but mm-hmm. you know what? Three points in the bag. What did you think of Celtic on Thursday night,
2: though? Bodo glimped. I, was...
3: I thought Bodo yeah. were exceptional. I could not believe how good they were. I was so impressed with them. Um, and they deserve to win the game for me I don't think Celtic were um, were great but that's down to Bodo how good I thought Bodo were mm-hmm.
4: Mark? Yeah I mean I, I think Bodo were, were worthy of a victory I, mean, I just think that Celtic played fairly well the appetite was there the the, the the desire was there it was just a final ball it was just half a yard out a yard out it just wasn't quite um, clicking for them on Thursday night but, but yesterday they showed tremendous appetite to go and when, you know, uh, Anton O'Neill was getting very nervy yesterday for Celtic, I think you've got to give Dundee credit as well, So I'm saying, your teams fighting for their lives, Mm -hmm. new manager getting Mm -hmm. in, players wanting to impress, are well organised, hard to break down, Um, but what pleased me or, you know, really showed me something significant about Celtic yesterday was Juranovic breaking up a Dundee attack to get in the ball and drove forward, then get roused in the overlap, getting the ball and then, you know, that that desire to get the cross, (coughs) excuse me, get the cross in, and a real intelligent front post run um, by Jackie Mackis to 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 get his, his uh, the winning goal and get his hatchet but you look at where Celtic started that move breaking out of Dundee play and credit to Uranovic I think we've said a couple of times now Barry at 2 million quid or 2.5 million quid whatever it is he costs what a bargain he's turned out yeah, to yeah it
3: looks a snip at that that sort of price And you can see listen there's been a few rumours I don't know if it's just paper talk that there's a few clubs down in England but to get him for that that kind of money, um, and yet, listen, you don't play with Croatia sure. if you're not a very mm-hmm. good player, um, and he, he's shown that. And the, the beauty with him as well, he can play. I think he's one of the players you could play him anywhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Both full back areas, you could move him up one. They play higher up in, in midfield. No, he's been a he's been a, a fine capture. Everybody goes on about the other ones and rightly so. Mm-hmm. Your Kyogo's etc. etc. But. Um, no, uh he's a player. Anton, Juranovic for you? Oh, He's outstanding, but like they say, he's
2: an international. You knew you were getting a bit of class
5: when you signed mm-hmm. him, but I, I think that's what we've needed uh, for, for a few seasons now. Eh?
2: What are you thinking for Thursday night then? So, are you worried about it or do you want to see, well, let's see what happens, but then get back to the title race anyway?
5: For me, at the start of the season, all I cared about was winning the league. That's all I, cared I was worried about was winning the league. I, I think that everybody other than Celtic underrated Bodo Glenn, but you, you don't bar Roma 6 0 in only a good team. Yeah. So, mm. Do
2: you think you might win against them? Do you, can you overturn it? Because obviously you got got the, the late goal 2 1, well, 15 minutes to go, and then that sucker punch.
5: Um, to be honest with you, the way we play, we could go. It wouldn't surprise me if we went out there and won four, four or five now, But in Europe, it also wouldn't surprise me if we went out and got beat four or five now, mm-hmm. It's just that's the way that's the way we play. Um, it's brilliant in the league and stuff, and it's when we're winning and we're winning comfortably, it's great. But obviously, in Europe, maybe sometimes we might need to change it. But and has been brown since he came in. we can't really question him. So. Mm-hmm.
2: Well it's hard with eight straight league wins Mark isn't it for for Celtics impressive what are you thinking for this for Thursday night I'll for th- this game
4: I think Celtic I've, I've got a chance I'd, I'd be a lot more optimistic if it was just 2-1 and that was mm-hmm. a real blow of losing that that uh, goal so soon after making it 2-1 um I think they've maybe just left themselves too big a mountain uh, to climb Paul you know Bodo um on their own patch and we can clearly see that they're a, a talented team despite the fact they'd lost two or three of their better players um, during the, the the transfer window, but you know Anton points right. You know one thing I would expect Celtic will score. They always go away from home and score. They usually always concede as well. It's just whether they can go and get a two goal um, winning margin, which is a big big ask. But it's 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 not um, it's not uh, impossible. Yeah, if,
3: listen, it's, it's all all about. I mean, have you got an early goal? Hmm. They, they might they might crumble you, you don't know how they're going to react but the way that Celtic play look, we all know they come out the traps mm. they might catch Bodo by surprise um, who knows but I, I just I hadn't seen much of them I had seen the Roma game you had heard obviously the Roma result you look into them a wee bit but I was so impressed with them I thought they had some real good football players in it. look it will be a difficult ask but listen you never know mm. Anton, Sunday, the early kick-off, Easter Road, are you confident?
5: Oh, 100%. <laughs> I love that. Oh. that I might, might, be might be me being cocky, but yeah. honestly, in, in the league, the way we've been playing, uh, I was as nervous as anybody when we played against the Rangers and stuff like that, but it's either way we play against we play against the better team. We just seem to up our game. So... Um, I'll be I'll be I'd be very surprised
2: if we didn't win because we're just back to great goals in the league at the minute. So it's a good point, Mark, isn't it? That Celtic and Rangers, as well to an extent, when you play against teams that you're allowed to play football against, good footballing teams, that, that plays to their strength.
4: Yeah, I mean, Celtic. I mean, Anton came on and made a point right right at the top. Um, you know, just about where Celtic are, and you know, they, they have achieved well. They've achieved silverware already. Mm-hmm. You know, they're on the road towards winning the title although it's, you know, there's a long way to go 11-12 games 33-36 points whatever it may be but they've put themselves in a right good position um, I think that Ange Postecoglou, going by his comments in the past couple of weeks he knows now we're at the business end and he's just sending out the right messages You know, he's just to the point letting the fans know what he thinks making sure his players know um, what he thinks um, and it's great to have a title race um, Paul you know I, I love nothing better as a journalist than, than, than covering the last day dramas as you would have as well um, you know it was back to, to, to Barry's time 2003 2005 2008 1998 mm-hmm. you know we could go on and on we've had some belters uh, in the past 25 years and they're great they're great for supporters particularly if you win it not so good if you don't but you think about the ride that you've had on the way through the ups and downs the, the drama of like Sunday, you know, Rangers pushing to go and get a one and goal to go top of the league, then Celtic having to, you know, go and get a one and goal to make the the, the margin three points, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's it's brilliant, and I've I've got a feeling that we'll get another one on the way this season. I really mm. do. I, I don't see Celtic or Rangers winning the title by seven and eight points. I see it being really close. and As I said near the top of the program, I hope that the title is decided on on football. Yeah, I hope it's mm. not decided on a, a refereeing controversy. Barry that would be some oh, who would that, referee you know what I
3: don't even yeah. do, I hope it doesn't yeah. I hope mm-hmm. it doesn't I hope it's won fair and squarely but what what happens on the pitch who plays the, the best but I, I honestly do believe it's going to go right down to the wire the last couple of games our last game um, and that, that's what you want as a a football player who handles the the pressure the best win the league Anton thanks for calling
1: the Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Mark Weedy. Weedy. Listen live weeknights from five. Talking Scottish football 1st <laughs>
2: Radio football show at the taxi centre, and Barry, you miss nothing. One of the football greats, Christian Eriksen, was in town today. A Rangers eleven playing against a Brentford eleven. Any news on how it went?
3: Yeah, two each, um, and he set up two of the Brentford goals. But um, it's just like, do you know what it is, Paul? It's brilliant to see the guy back playing football again. We all watched that horrendous scenes in the summer, and um, when we seen obviously. He was Brentford interest, interested, sorry, in signing him. It's just great to see him back because he's a top football player. You don't play with Tottenham and Inter Milan and Captain Denmark if you're not a top player. Uh, so brilliant to see him get back playing, obviously played in that bounce game. So I don't think he'll be far away Um, trying to force himself into that Brentford starting to live into. Play back in the Premier League again. And
2: let's hope they stay up because they've been a breath of fresh air. Had a great start. They've had a tougher time. Interesting weekend in England uh, at the top of the table. Man City yeah, against Tottenham. The late goals. Harry Kane. And what about Liverpool against uh, winning against Norwich? Yeah, so, Norwich
3: took the lead. Yeah. Um, again, that just shows you the, the quality that obviously made Liverpool angry. And um, they, they they come back with flying colours and, and produce some brilliant play. They're, they're a brilliant team to watch as mm. well. Um, Liverpool. And a lot of people were saying Man City are running away with it. Now, I'm not too sure about that. Really? Now Liverpool have got um, Salah and Manny mm-hmm. back for obviously mm-hmm. being away in the, the AFCON. Um, Van Dijk, he just strolls. Mm. Um, he does interviews after the game. He's, there's not a bead of sweat on him. <laughs> no, <exactly. laughs> he's, he's, he, honestly, he, he's unbelievable. Yep. Like, unbelievable um, centre. But the best The best be a country mile. He's phenomenal. Yep, so I think the, the title's mm. back on.
4: Mark? Yeah, I think is it Liverpool's giving hands on Wednesday night at Homie yep. Leeds mm-hmm. um, which will be a, a cracker and um, yeah, hi it's, it's there I think they've to the Etihad they play each other at the Etihad um, before the end of the season which would be uh, a belter and then at the bottom I think Leeds are, are in the mix Leeds, mm-hmm. Everton Brentford, Norwich, sure. Burnley, Newcastle. So Big Win for Burnley. Um, what yeah.
2: about for Stephen Gerrard? It's been a tough weekend for Stephen Gerrard and Brendan Rodgers Sorry. No, I was just gonna go in.
3: No. I don't know if you watched the the game midweek, Liverpool against Anna Milan. I didn't did you not know, watch no, it? No. Um oh, I am talking about Van Dyke here. Yeah. He was he just strolled at, that Nobody could get past him. It's actually that like he's just jogging he at times. And then somebody puts a bit of pace on, he just turns the burners on and away. Away he goes. He's just—he makes it look so easy. Yeah, yeah. He's brilliant to watch. Yeah,
2: brilliant to watch. What was Stephen Gerrard? So had a great start at Villa, but Barry's uh, on a difficult run now. Another... Yeah,
3: that was a that was a tough one. Mm. Watford at home. You fully expect Aston Villa mm. with the quality they have got to to see uh, Watford off. Um, bad result. Fans not too happy with him. But I still think he's he's the right man for the the job down there. Mm. I, I think just gave him a bit of time. Um, you, you see the players that you. He attracts to the club. Yeah. It'll be a big summer for them, um, and then Aberdeen. Uh, sorry, Aston Villa. They need to look to try and push, try and get into that top six because Aston Villa, massive, massive club. And Mark, Brendan Rodgers, they played really well,
4: but they lost 2-1 at Wolves. Yeah, I mean that's Brendan three years in the job now. Um, I think right. three years this month uh, when he when he left Celtic to go into over over um, at Leicester. Um, first two years, brilliant. Won the FA Cup. Won the Charity Shield last four or five months not great that said they get a good one in Europe at me Randers um, the other night so they're falling away a wee bit in the league but he probably has to replenish that, that squad he needs to go and find a replacement now for Jamie Vardy yep. I'm not saying Jamie Vardy's finished yep. but he's not going to get to those 20 goals now Paul so going to find a number 9 would be key to, to Brendan Rodgers I also think they need when you're talking about Van Dijk they need a right good centre half. Yeah, I think Leicester. Every club does, but you know they need to go and find somebody uh, that's really top. And I think if they can hold on to Madison, maybe Telemans is going to go. But I, I think it's decent. But with Brendan, I just won that some three years now. Rarely stays more than, than three years mm-hmm. um, at one place. So he, he, he might decide that he wants to to call it a day. Mm-hmm. He might not, but he'll go and find another job. I mean, he he'll his next job will be a massive one I could see him being in charge of a, a top four club um, in England as his next job I mean he's got
2: so many injuries that I think everyone I was listening last night later on in Five Live and he was interviewed and he was asked about it he said look and you could hear he was really up last night he was positive and I, he said I've got three years in my contract left and uh, he didn't say I'm fully committed to you but that's how he sounded
3: he didn't sound down well at he's listened to his most experienced probably to mm-hmm. his best players Johnny Evans yeah. and oh. um, Vardy Vardy yep so Look, I know they're getting on a wee bit but you, you need that experience and, and these guys are probably leaders in the dressing room so he has missed some key players um, and I do think that's it's probably a bit of a rebuild in the mm-hmm. summer I think yeah. there'll be a lot that's of right. changes yeah.
2: Season 4 is always tough Right, back here in Scotland so we've been talking about the headlines yesterday Rangers 1-1 at lunchtime 29 that's a place you like very much Mark over the yeah, years well, we all did Yeah, yeah did 29 shots in goal just that one goal Joe Aribo uh, <laughs> 1-1 is out finished uh, there and, and Celtic left it to the last minute so 3-2 there's three points in it Celtic against Dundee uh, what about on Saturday Hibbs winning 2-0 Jake Hoyle Doyle Hayes uh, the second goal Oh, a rasper absolutely chested it
4: volleyed yeah. it what, 25 it yards 30 yeah, it yards a, it was a brilliant yeah. it was a brilliant finish it um, uh, really was a cracker
3: he's a good player Mm-hmm. yeah that's another yep. one Jim Goodwin
4: yeah that's
3: right his recruitment um, obviously simon lost him went to Hibs in the summer uh, he's a good player Joke, uh, Doyle Hayes and his finishes were um, top class Sean Maloney needed it didn't he he's in a better week it's been a tough start for him but do you think they will settle down can they overtake I know earlier you said Hearts no, will be third no chance no I don't no. think they'll catch it I think the, the game the Scottish Cup game up at Broth, mm-hmm. was a big one for him that was a potential yep. banana skin mm-hmm. Um and then they end up. They, they deserve to obviously win that game and get through. And I think that that's obviously gave the players a bit of confidence. Mm. And listen, I, I thought that was going to be a tight one um, because Ross County, yeah, they're, they're a decent mm-hmm. team with, goals. with decent yep. players. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a brilliant three points for Hibs. Nine points between them and Hearts. Uh, what about Hibs? Could they
2: catch the Hearts? Do you think? No. Will I, they?
4: I, I, no. Yep. No. I think Hearts okay. will still. I think Hearts will be. Uh, minimum ten points clear at the end of the season and in, in, in third place. You know, I think Hearts have hit that wee blip, and I think they will start to kick on from this weekend. onwards Livy St Mirren
2: ended up one uh, one. Um, what do you, In fact, uh, I can see that St Mirren they're appealing a Charlie Dunn's red card. So yeah. that's the news coming out this evening. What do you reckon? The two of them, two, two of them are safe now, aren't they? Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're not, they're of, not going yeah. to go
4: down. So it's, you know, they, they both just missed out. In the some in the, and yeah. uh, just missed out in the top six uh, last season. So. Um, yeah, they, they'll, they'll be absolutely fine. It's just about who St Merne getting as a new manager. Motherwell won,
2: Aberdeen 1. Barry, I was listening Friday night. Were you going for an Aberdeen win?
3: I'm trying to no, think. You, no, I, mean, I did.
4: All oh, right,
3: you went. Sorry, Mark. What do you make of it then? 1-1. One, one, it wasn't uh, a, a great yeah. game, I've been, I've been honest with you. to watched when mm. Hugh the caller was on. Yeah. And mm. um, it wasn't a great advert for, for football. The pitch wasn't, wasn't great. There wasn't much football played. Uh, and you know what? A, probably a point was was a fair result but it wasn't a great watch if I'm being honest with you
2: Will Motherwell kick on do you think could they well
3: they're not going to overtake Hearts that fourth position maybe for Motherwell Yeah listen I think it's a good season mm-hmm. if they, they get in the top six mm-hmm. uh, when the break comes and, and look I, I think they will I think Motherwell were uh, the only problem with Motherwell was it's a, a bit of consistency they go and have two or three really good results yeah. and mm-hmm. then it's a crazy result they'll, they'll go and get beat easily uh, and convincingly so they just need to add a wee bit of consistency, but for me, I think they'll finish. They'll finish in the top six. Aberdeen
2: under Jim Goodwin now. It's going to be. I mean, nobody's got a bad word to say about Jim Goodwin. Did such a great job at St Mirren, and uh, the news tonight: Stephen Robinson is being interviewed. He's been given permission mm-hmm. by Morcom uh, to speak to St Mirren. Um, what do you think if we talk about Jim Goodwin in a year's time and his anniversary? think it's going to be
4: a good one yeah yeah. I think Jim will go and build something uh, pretty special there You know, I think that Aberdeen have lost their way under Derek just shows you that he was underappreciated by the Mm. fans and be careful what you wish for but I think Jim will do very well and what I like about Jim as well Paul is that that work ethic that he's had as a player in his career starting off at at Alloa taking on a full time job out with the the work at Alloa but still doing well getting his break to go back to St Mirren really kicking on there recruiting well come through one or two really sticky spells Mm -hmm. he he was through a sticky spell during the month of of November and December Um, at St Mirren then recovered after the winter break to go on a great run caught the attention of Aberdeen and um, thoroughly deserves his his move Aberdeen's a massive club and um, I think he'll do very well there It's going to be a huge week Barry we've got Rangers Dortmund Thursday night Celtic
2: playing Bodo Glimt 3-1 down Rangers 4-2 up if I'd said that to you this time last week because everyone thought you know Celtic would be favourites against the Norwegians but for Rangers for I, Thursday night?
3: I said last Wednesday just make sure they come back and be in the tie um, but the, the, the performance was exceptional brilliant performance I thought they, they looked clinical um, and do you know what I liked about them? They were, they were composed on the ball I like that people were taking it in tight spaces and there were um, some real good stuff and some real good goals. Um, but like, I think it'll be a different game on Thursday. They'll come with a bit between their teeth so Rangers need to be prepared for them. There'll be some atmosphere. It'll be electric. Mm-hmm. Electric. And that's what you want. You want the mm-hmm. big big hitters for, for Germany um, coming over. They'll have a bit of arrogance is mm-hmm. what Germans have always got. You don't mind that but that's what you want to do as a player. Come up against the best. And Rangers have got an opportunity um, to go and match them and, and try and get into the next round.
2: Because the Germans definitely did miss the crowd, the home support mark, didn't they, last week? And Rangers yeah. took advantage of it. Great performance. For Celtic, Bodo Glim, what, what's your thoughts on it?
4: Well, it's a tough I mean, you know, I'm know. No, <laughs> it's just a tough one. No. <coughs> yep. Excuse me, it's a tough one to call. You know, Celtic, I, I fancy them to score. It's just whether they, they, they can concede um, the, the, the necessary um, amount, keep a clean sheet. It's going to be tough. Um, I think Celtic yeah. might go out on Thursday. Nick. Might be too much yeah. for them.
2: Well, we'll talk about it again tomorrow night. Rob's here with Stephen Cragen and John Hartson. Barry, you're back in Wednesday with Rob and Davy Proven. It's great to hear Davy on the Liverpool game, along with uh, yeah, Prop, I did ju- Yeah, look, look,
3: I'm not just saying yeah. it because obviously Davy's in here and part of the yeah, the crew the family. Um, yeah. He's good. He's great. I isn't enjoy he? listening. Yeah. Listen, he knows the game inside out, um, Davy.
2: People listening all over the world, I want to say happy birthday to Ross King. A oh, big birthday for great. Ross today, Ross the Brilliant. boss, yeah. Brilliant, I um, like Ross. Yep, it's great. Loves a name drop, doesn't <laughs> he? We'll be on tomorrow morning with Lorraine, I think they're celebrating, his. it's a big one for him, Barry, that's all and I'm you saying. What, well, can I get your jet? We'll maybe go. I'm <laughs> going to go over, for sure, in the summer. So, well, Lorraine,
4: yeah. Lorraine's been busy, I saw her doing the big <laughs> one with Philip Schofield this morning, right. 40 years in show business for... Oh, for Pip and all um, there. Yeah, yeah, it was all there. So Ross as well. I like Ross, great company, being a few nights out with him and your good self. Paul, you introduced me to him and uh, well, great company in well, a night. Well I'm involved great in here. Thanks, <laughs> <role as
2: well.
1: laughs>
4: Thanks,
2: James. Uh, we're back again tomorrow night at five. Uh, the news is next, and then Jockle Day.
1: The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, and Mark Guidi. Listen live weeknights from five. Talking Scottish football first. Let's go! go, go, go.